0: welcome back to cancer actually fucking sucks each week we interview our guests on how cancer has affected them and get down to the nitty-gritty of what actually happens during and after a cancer diagnosis hosted by me madison pollock and me Paige gill today's
1: guest is sorb gupta a consultant and acute lymphoblastic leukemia survivor he recently celebrated five years of remission. We are so excited to have him talk with us
0: today. Hey, Sora, welcome to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be of here. Of
0: course, Thanks for joining us. We can't wait to talk to you and hear more about your story. Um, first, I always like to start with like how we got connected. So I know you and Paige chatted before. How did you two connect?
2: Yeah, uh, it was kind of interesting because of Niche. My cousin of Niche, he texted me and was like, "Hey, are you down to a podcast?" And I was like, uh, <laughs> "Well, what for? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> uh, and so he kind of connected us. So I guess of Niche is Paige's neighbor, correct?
1: Yes. So he I lives know, four houses me. down from my, basically my in-laws, uh, okay. and is good friends with my fiance and. Now I'm really good friends with his wife. So we were at dinner one day and they're like, hold on a second. Of course, we know someone that can be on your podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, that
1: really worked out. So we Uh, were really
0: excited. Yeah, (laughs) he was really, yeah,
2: he was really excited to connect us. So it's been, it's been cool.
0: Yeah, good. That's awesome. Well, we're so excited to have you. Um, So you were diagnosed with acute, I have my notes, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Correct. And yep. you finished treatment at the end of 2018. Yes. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Yep, and you can Appreciate you tell that. us a little bit about leukemia? Because I'm very interested in it. We haven't had a leukemia guest yet. And I know it's also a blood cancer. We have lymphoma. But I feel like it affects your body much differently. So can you tell us a little bit?
2: Yeah, pretty. I can tell you as much as I know. I feel like I don't know as much about leukemia as like I feel like I should. Like I feel like I should be an expert on this. I yeah. I mean I didn't Google. Yeah, I didn't Google
0: anything because I just ignorance is bliss. So (laughs) right,
2: right. Um, But yeah, pretty much it's you know it's a blood cancer like you said, and so the way that it works is that my white blood cells aren't weren't cooperating functionally. Um, So the lymphoblastic is that my blood cells were exploding, um, Mm -hmm. or reproducing extremely, extremely fast, but not actually being, you know, they weren't actually being productive, in that Mm -hmm. sense. So yeah, so it's actually, the treatment for it is pretty intensive, because it's a blood cancer. um, You can't just do radio, you can't just target a specific area, you really have to go give chemo kind of throughout your whole body for a very extended period of time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the first Mm -hmm. month, was my induction month, and I was on four intensive chemo's, high dosage, and including high dose steroids, um, and wow. that kind of gets you out of. That's hopefully to kill all the can- like cancer cells, and then eventually, you reach you potentially reach remission, which I was fortunate to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, but then after you reach remission, after that one month, you still go through ten months of super intensive chemo. So mm-hmm. you know you could be wow, you could go through. You know, high, super high dosage treatments. It's kind of, it's in cycles. So every month or two months, you kind of change different chemo agents and things like that. Mm. Um, but the, for the most part, it's uh, pretty, it's pretty butt kicking. And then, yeah. yeah. And then after that, you reach maintenance uh, about 10 months later. And then within maintenance, you still take, you still take like an oral chemo for, wow. and you do like other, like smaller procedures like intrathecal uh chemo which is like through your spine like spinal taps things like that um to get to the bone marrow right is it because
0: leukemia is so like much more likely to come back because you said the cancer was gone after a month and then it sounds like you had to be like I think it's because
2: of I think it's because it's not it's not isolated Mm -hmm. um and so it's I guess the blood cells form within your bone marrow and so mm-hmm. bone marrow, like you know, bone marrow transplants are pretty, are usually one of the bigger side effects that can happen yeah. that could be required. But uh, so they have to inject chemo inside of your bone marrow into your like spinal cord. But in, in addition to that, you know, I think it's just because there there isn't too many advances in the treatment of ke- of leukemia, right. honestly, because of the fact that they figured mm-hmm. out a system that works, which is give you chemo for three years three and a half years um and that was you know 80 90 wow. effective and it's the same treatment plan that's been since 1990 you know wow. there's been there's oh been minor gosh. variations but right. for the most part um you know and that yeah it's super long it's and i think long. that's kind of one of the interesting things about leukemia is that because there's such a low risk mm-hmm. of death compared to other cancers it's mm-hmm. not as focused maybe um, and so there's, it's just a long period of chemotherapy and it's so just, be- yeah. And it's just because it's worked.
1: I know. I said that too to Sarah, but the first time we talked, he told me how long he went through treatment what? for and I was yeah. like, oh my
2: yeah, gosh, it's pretty poor. It's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's nice is that once you've kind of hit maintenance, I feel like you have enough energy where, you know, I was back at school and I was, I was just so happy to even have like some form of normalcy right. that. Right it kind of helps balance yeah. it and it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like, you know, you're going through the grind of it for three years, but it, it, it does get exhausting at some mm-hmm. points for sure.
1: Oh yeah. And with the pill, what kind of side effects did you feel with that versus so, the regular? I think chemo? my
2: body is, it was ultra sensitive to it because I actually had to reduce my, my dosage by what my dosage ended up to be was 10% of what it was originally. And it was just because I had such major side effects from it, but I mean, it was the same things: fatigue, nausea, feeling out of breath, feeling kind of tired. No.
1: So I mean, it was easier easier in the sense that
2: you didn't have to go to the hospital. You, I mean, it's. I mean, when I was getting like blood transfused chemo, that's that's definitely tough. But um, the oral chemo is definitely less intense. But I mean, you still feel that level of fatigue. I Mm -hmm. think. And I think for even pills?
0: people, Yeah, go ahead. right. I I just yeah. like yeah. For I the can't pills. imagine taking a pill of it. You know what I mean? I would be like, oh, and it tasted gross. Like, like, it tasted what
2: like... you would think of when you yeah. think of like chemo. Uh, like that's yeah. what it tasted like. Uh, yeah, like, it that's a real like chemo. taste, and everyone oh, who's gone real through real it chemo. knows that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I know yeah. what you mean. Like
1: even though yeah. it was given to my I know the taste exactly of what you're referring to. Yeah. It's yeah, a nasty man. ass And it's yeah. so
2: weird because it goes yeah. through your blood, but then it, like, creeps it, up through your throat, and you're just like, yeah. no. oh, it's so gross. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> so true. And and so after, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. going back in the timeline, so you had the chemo for 10 yeah. months. Or no, did I get that right? Yeah. And then have to go on the pill? Correct, yeah. After the so 10 months? it was, okay. was kind of weird.
2: So there's a little bit more to it. I had to take, for the first five days of every month, I had to take high-dose steroids, so it wasn't, you know, for a full mm-hmm. long month, but it was five days. and those five days, I would have to. Technically, I had like high blood sugars because of the steroids. So, mm-hmm. if someone was good, like a good patient, they probably would have, you know, taken insulin and things like that. I was just like, screw it. I'm just gonna have high blood sugar for five days and whatever, because <laughs> I didn't want to keep shooting like shooting myself right. with yeah. insulin. It's just like no, dude, yeah, I'm yeah. This. I'm doing the bare minimum.
1: Yeah, more yeah, stuff exactly. you have to put into um, your body. So there's yeah, that
2: um, you had to do. Like spinal taps, which were pretty invasive, I ended up having about thirty to thirty-five over the course of three years.
0: Yeah, which not say. Talk about what's a spinal attack because it sounds horrible. Okay. I, yeah, I've heard yeah, they're really painful. They, they
2: are. They are actually. It's you. You pretty much you go through radiology and then <laughs> they they lay you down. It's there's for some pediatric patient. For most pediatric patients, they actually. Like give you anesthesiology, like an anesthesiologist would put you to sleep or whatever when yeah. they do it. But I actually elected to just do it while I was awake because I was having side effects of the anesthesiology. Oh, okay. Um, and so anyway, they oh. pretty much lay you flat, and then they use like you know imaging to find exactly where there's a good spot in your back, and then they stick like a huge needle in your back. But they mm-hmm. first they numb it with right. like lidocaine or something. So. Really, the only thing, like, the main thing you feel right. is a lidocaine stick mm-hmm. at the beginning. But then, mm-hmm. you know, there's, like, there's just a bunch of, like, there's, like, two or three different needles in your back while it happens. And then the it's, like, it's actually not too bad when you're getting it done. It's not too painful. But what's annoying is that you have to be, then you have to lay flat for 48 hours. Otherwise, you get, like, h- super terrible migraines and headaches.
1: Oh,
2: my God. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. long it's,
1: time. It's, like,
2: a pretty intense... Like, it's not just, you know, like, a minor thing. Like, I would have to, like, you know, check into the hospital. It would be, like, a full-day thing. Wow. You go back. You have to, like, follow up on it. And right. there could be potential hazards of, like, blood clots and things like that. Luckily, yeah. I was fortunate to not deal with anything. Um, right. But, yeah, it did seem, like, pretty invasive for this. Good. And for, like, so many repeated times.
0: <sighs>
1: yeah, 35.
2: Yes.
0: A, a remind me again. Why did you have to do that to make sure it didn't strike... it goes.
2: So that's, like, where it specifically goes into your bone marrow. Um, which okay. is where the source of of like your blood cells would be. I see, okay. and this could all be incorrect. Like I, gotcha. I haven't scientifically, I haven't like scientifically checked <laughs> this. Well, this is just my understanding know use, over so, like yeah. four that's years. Totally so. fine. If anyone's listening to this and's like this yeah. kid is yeah, not can... right. That's probably <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> that's it. it's okay, so That's how me and I, I think Maddie, you can agree, you are too. Is we have a lot of people that come on and they're very. Yeah. Scientific about their diagnosis, but if someone asks me, yeah. lymphoma, I'm like the bare bones yeah. and like yeah. probably make up shit. It's kind of, I mean, I feel like I was fine. pretty good
2: at it when I was going through it, but you know, being so like removed from it, I feel like I've just like right. blocked it out of my memory yeah. in my head. So it's like,
1: yeah. And they do say that about younger patients. Mm-hmm. I remember the nurse told me like while I was going through one of my chemos, I was in such a bad state. And she was like, Paige, like most of my young. Adolescent patients, they block out yeah. the six or in your three years in your case, yeah. much longer. Um, yeah, three years, your yeah. your mind mm. just blocks it out. So it is normal to try and go back and think about it. But I literally, I know, have me such a hard that's, time That's how
2: it. I feel. It's like, it, I mean, I don't like. There's certain good memories that I feel like I remember mm-hmm. out, out of the three years in course of it, but like mm-hmm. the actual day to day grind of it, I have completely no recollection of yeah which is I guess fortunate. I don't know. It's nice to have a bad memory. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah that's a good thing. Our our yeah. fight or flight mode came on, yeah. so it's taking it out. And what um how going back also, how did you find out? Yeah, that that's you a pretty
2: weird story. Cause I was actually so I was pretty young for my for my class. So I was, I just turned 18, but I had finished my first year of undergrad. Um, and so that yeah. summer in between my first and second mm-hmm. year, I went to a country music festival in Wisconsin. So, cause I was originally, mm-hmm. I grew up in like Illinois area. So some of my, high, mm-hmm. I went with some of my high school buddies. Um, and so I was there and while I was there, I was like getting super fatigued and like, I felt like I had a, like a pretty bad flu. And I was like, okay, I probably just got a flu from, you know, all these people being here, whatever. But I literally could not stay awake for more than three, four hours. Like, it oh, was, wow. I was extremely tired. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, man, so we're like, yeah. I need to work out yeah. or something. Like, I don't know why I'm getting so tired <laughs> so easily. So anyway, I, you know, eventually I yeah. get myself on a flight back home. Um, and I flew into Orlando. And at that time, it was my cu- It was actually Nisha's graduation from, yeah, graduation party. Yeah, Uh, it was. was, Yeah, it was a graduation party, and so every all my cousins (laughs) were in town, like all my extended family were in town, and so I get home and I literally pass out. I sleep for like sixteen hours. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, dude, I can't function. I need to like get a blood check. So my sister like had her. It was a she's a family medicine doctor, so Mm -hmm. she was able to kind of bring me in and get my blood test done, and she like was the first person to see my results. And she, she actually was away from me when I, when she got him, but apparently she like broke down. Like she, cause she knew immediately that I had leukemia because yeah. the white blood cell count that I had was, at that time was 150,000 and the normal is 10,000. So it was, they oh said that like out of all oh. of the like oncologists, they said like, that was the highest initial diag like blood white blood cell count that they've ever seen. And it was, like, oh they were, like, goodness. thinking about, like, flying me mm-hmm. to, sh- like, a cancer special hospital where I ended up getting treatment in, sh- in Shans and Gainesville because of, like, how, yeah. how, like, obvious it was that I had leukemia. Like, there was just no other explanation right. for that. So God. my sister was, yeah.
1: That's crazy. She could tell yeah. by the, just the yeah, one, just the that is real, so crazy. The
2: first initial, you know, blood check. Like, the first thing you do when you get to hospital. And so, at that right. point, you know, I oh hadn't goodness, heard, seen my sister or heard from my sister in, like, you know, a little bit. Um, and then, eventually, like, started, like, more of my extended family started coming to the hospital. And then I was, like, okay, well, like, what's going oh, on? Because no. <laughs> she had, like, called my dad.
0: Oh, your I sister. Know. Yeah. That's so hard that your sister was I know, the one I know. to even I know. see it. It's interesting. It's,
2: yeah. So, she, like, yeah, oh, so she had to, like, delivered everyone it, together. Yeah. And then, eventually like everyone kind of she like her it's her and her husband they both are both physicians and so her my brother-in-law is the one who like delivered the news to me um and at first everyone was like there's like i i remember so vividly because everyone is around me and everyone is like waiting for me to react and i'm just like okay so what do I do now yeah I mean like I feel like I was so naive I was like I don't okay cool so I what yeah because you have no idea so what I'm in the hospital for longer than I expected (laughs) like what's the big deal you know (laughs)
1: yeah yeah tell me more so it didn't
2: really hit me and when it really hit me and like I feel like the only time I really truly broke down was when the doctor had told me, oh, and by the way, you're going to have to miss school for the next year because you're not going to be able to even attend classes. Oh. And I was like, how yeah. is it possible that mm. I would be that not functioning where I couldn't attend classes online? You know what I mean? Right.
1: So that's when I was really yeah. like,
2: oh, shit. Like, this mm-hmm. is serious. I'm going to be undergoing treatment for, you know, a whole school year. Yeah. So That's a long time. Yeah. It was... It was pretty yeah. crazy and I think that was pretty heartbreaking cuz I mean especially in undergrad right I think it's I, if,
0: Yeah that is so hard Yeah, yeah it's like you just finish your year partner,
2: and I like, I feel like I was I had all these ideas planned out of like what I wanted to do or like some extracurriculars I wanted mm-hmm. to get involved with I like mm-hmm. had just built my friends group things like that right and so it's just
0: Yeah right, yeah you just exactly. taste and your then day. you're just
2: like well now is anything ever like is my college experience ever going to be the same I mean
0: right yeah like am I ever going to yeah
2: exactly
1: and and it's always so scary to think like I don't know if this went through your head but you're like okay everyone else is gonna move on they're all gonna continue with yeah like
0: comparing timelines like yeah yeah I think
2: that was really tough and I think it's also really tough is that you're all your friends because they're all in undergrad and college like it's hard. It was like hard to keep up with them slash know what's going on because yeah. colleges like every single yeah. day something new happens. I felt like like there was a breaking yeah. developing story every mm-hmm. single day, right? Like they <laughs> yeah. all like yeah. you know yeah. started talking to freshmen, totally. like started you know what I mean. Right. They all have like their stories and their crazy wild nights, and it's just like ah, I can't. I have no idea what you're talking That's about. So like you, you're not involved. Even yeah. when I got back. I still wasn't, like, they still did, a, like, I feel yeah. like I, my friend's group did a pretty good job of trying to, like, get me back and, like, make me feel comfortable, but you still, like, don't have those inside mm-hmm. jokes, like, you don't have, like, the yeah. first time you met a lot of those people, right. you know, or, like, the new people and the crew, yeah. and it's exactly. just, it's, it's pretty tough, I mean, I feel like I have, I still have that residual effect, even to this day, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you, you feel so left out, it is, everyone yeah. else went on and made those memories, and you're, like, okay, here yeah. I'm sitting having
0: three treatment, uh, great.
1: Like, I, I totally get that. I felt that. Right. When I was in school right. too when I got it. So, so I completely get what you mean. I, I felt yeah. totally out of it when
2: I went. And back. it's also like on everyone's mind, and you can so, tell, especially at the beginning. Oh,
0: totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's weird. that was like oh, I felt so. I was in right. school, but like that's, it was just so weird. Right. I was like, do they? I don't even know. Yeah, it was just yeah. so weird. It's like they know, and like, are they being awkward? Yeah. It's, Like. I don't know why it's a shameful thing. Yeah, it's like telling yeah, yeah. yeah. it. Well, because you don't want to be like, I'm sick. Yeah. Like, or I was. Yeah, especially when you're still going to treatment. And you're like,
2: oh, I can't, like, you know, everyone's, like, drinking a milkshake or something. And you're like, oh, like, I can't right. share with you. I can't, like, have germs. Like, you just have, like, weird limitations or, right. like, random weird things. That's, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Because you must have. Did you yeah. feel, like, half in, half out, like, when you went back and were on your, on the pill? Because you're right, like, you can still act yeah. like you're going, like, like doing the normal yeah, stuff, but like, you're still you still I mean, you definitely couldn't
2: drink alcohol, right, or you couldn't do any of, like, the normal right. things that you would do in college, mm-hmm. and it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it was, like, it was one of those things where you try to, you try to see the glass half full, but it's, like, or you try to, like, yeah, let yeah. It, it, just really you try to, like, make it seem sucks. like it doesn't bother you as much, or, like, you know what I mean, For, especially, like, to your friends and stuff, because right. you don't want to make anyone feel bad, because yep. then if they start feeling right. bad, and yeah. you're, like, oh, then that would yeah. be, like,
0: yeah, you don't want yeah,
2: to be the yeah, devil. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but my friends group are actually pretty good about it. I mean they, they were they were able to like joke around about it. Like they would pull up can I know like we talk about cancer okay, card, but they would pull the cancer card for me all the time. Like they'd be like
0: Oh amazing. You know what I mean? So Oh good. It yeah. was
2: it was pretty light.
1: They were a part of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But
1: yeah. have any good cancer yeah, see, card I, stories? I feel like
2: I don't pull it as much as other people pull it for me. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> like, always say Yeah, yeah, you. yeah, It's pretty funny, but it's <laughs> yeah, more of like, oh, we for Cancer, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right,
0: right. <laughs> you
2: know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it'd be like, I'm really me and my friends group are pretty into games like Mafia, Secret Hitler. I don't know if you've played those before, but they're kind of like, Mm-mm. yeah, or like I've
1: heard of Secret they're Hitler. They're kind of like yeah. more
2: of interactive, like calling people out on like what they're doing. It's kind of more like behavioral games.
0: Are they like video no, no, games? no? It's like or, oh,
2: they're not like board games. Bored. They're just like, like you get in a group, games, and then right. one person is like mafia, and they're trying to use words and things to kill, like to to kind of blend in and not seem as their mafia, but then they're secretly like okay. taking people out. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it's pretty yeah, fun. It but does. <laughs> in any of those games, it'd always be like, oh, dude, Sorb... Like, bro, you can't kill off Sora. Like, he has can he had cancer. You know what I mean? Which <laughs> is like the most random <laughs> stuff that just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that's
0: funny.
1: Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, so. I like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, they made the light, light of it to yeah, make you exactly. feel probably so more yeah. that comfortable. That's the best way I feel like to deal yeah. with it, because like we want to make light right. of it, right? Right.
2: right.
0: So yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, that's sad. Yeah,
1: aka, like that
0: was the biggest thing when we.
1: I had this podcast start up, we were like, We right. want to right, make it exactly. a little lighter. And yeah, everyone's scared out, to talk about it.
2: No, for sure. I mean, yeah. e- I feel like it's... even I'm kind of scared to talk about it because I don't, I don't know. I always, you always kind of want to be seen as like normal, right? You don't want to be seen as like totally. this, right. you know, you went through all this like life changing experience. Like, oh, are you just like super different now? It's like, not really. I, I... <laughs> You know, right. I'm just like you, I still have the same issue. You're They're right about the same things, like,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, people might expect, like, yeah, yeah, us to be a little deeper, or like, not saying right. that it didn't make us deeper, but like, we don't just right, get, like, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: that's not the only perspective yeah. I bring <laughs> to the table, <laughs> right? Even though that is, yeah. I mean, it definitely went into it, that's, right? Like, I feel like everyone kind of has like a deeper. Sure. You, you're by yourself for so long you kind of like gain this like deeper appreciation mm-hmm. maybe but um mm-hmm. yeah a hundred percent
1: i would even tell my friends like they would be
0: scared yeah, yeah. I was just me gonna say that.
1: right yeah for y'all too where they're like we feel we don't want to say like our yeah i'm like, our like no problem because
0: of what you're going. <laughs> yeah i'm like distract yeah. me no. with it yeah yeah, when I was done, too, like, people would always be like, sorry to, like, complain about work, but I'm like, I'm going to complain no. about, like, I want to complain about work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and then, syrup, remind me
1: again, because mm-hmm. we talked so long ago on the phone before this, but didn't you have some major reaction in your hip yeah, or so, your leg? Yeah, so the
2: high-dose steroids actually from, ate away at my everything? hip, and I got, I developed osteo, Oh yeah, wow. I developed, like, necrosis of my left foot femur I guess uh, some fancy words pretty much I had to get a full hip replacement um, after I ended treatment right and so it was kind of unfortunate because I couldn't get the surgery done while I was still going through chemo and stuff just because of my white blood cells they weren't getting to you know the level that you need Mm -hmm. so I literally was limping Mm -hmm. for like the first three years after I was been after I like reached remission until literally I couldn't get the surgery done until the end of 20 yeah december of 2018 which was you know a month after i finished treatment but yeah so then i finally got the surgery done and thank goodness it's actually gone pretty well um because i wasn't able to i mean i wasn't able to like i used to be pretty active and since like i really like sports and playing sports and things like that and Mm -hmm. i hadn't ran probably five years Mm -hmm. four or five years right so now I, I got through mm-hmm. physical therapy and stuff and now yeah. I'm pretty active again, which is super, super awesome. You know, I go on, yeah. Oh, that's I'm, great. I'm able to like go on runs and work out at really in Chicago for a couple months. Oh you my
1: know. God. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. So it
2: was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was pretty <laughs> cool. Um, I, I'm like super, that's like my biggest, you know, I'm super thankful for was that that hip replacement went through. It went really well and you know, I still am able to do a lot mm-hmm. of the things that I would want to do, like play sports and yeah. be active and stuff. So.
1: Yeah. And so it took what is it two years for it to feel back yeah. to normal, or how long did it take? Yeah, for I you mean, to get back.
2: Yeah, I would probably say about six to nine months. But like, I oh, think wow. when I to like actually working out, probably like a year year and a half yeah mm-hmm. six to nine months of like mm-hmm, finally mm-hmm. i can walk and do normal things and not you know like do normal work things of like going in and out of the office climbing up staircases things like that right but like physical okay. hard workouts probably like an out- a year year and a half yeah right. but it was just i mean i was okay. so used to that makes not- sense doing anything for three years you know just the fact that i was right, yeah you just, were just fact, like exhausted
0: yeah, for three years just the anyway. fact <laughs> that like i wasn't
2: limping i was like oh my god this is the best thing ever you know because that yeah, was also like annoying is yeah. like i had a noticeable yeah. limp to the point where like there was something kind of weird about like something wrong with me but they like never right. knew like what to oh, say is... right. mm-hmm.
1: yeah. versus yeah like before it you must have at least been like okay even if i'm on the pill or whatever people can't really right see yeah, right. like is. my
2: hair wasn't being like I didn't lose my hair at that point which is good so like there wasn't any like physical mm-hmm. thing that you could point to and be like this person went through treatment but but my yeah. my limp was one of those that's
0: like yeah that's such a frustrating thing to be like visually <laughs> different
2: yeah yeah, yeah different
0: um I'm curious if after you went back to school did your like career path change or like anything like that what were you interested in before and what were you oh, yeah that's a good question it's i don't
2: know if it's i best. i think it was i think yeah, it was more it was of my best. mindset i think i took it a lot more mm-hmm. seriously when i got back mm-hmm. because i think before okay. i was like oh i don't know i'm undecided i don't really know what i want to do but after a year of like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> after like a year of just yeah. sitting there really thinking about yeah. like, okay i should like really get my together right So then I I, I ended up just, like, doing a bunch of stuff. Like, I got super involved. Um, I took on a couple internships and, like, different experiences so that I could figure out, like, what I wanted to do. And, I I mean, Mm -hmm. I I don't think, like, my Mm -hmm. career path changed, but I think where I ended up completely changed because I don't think I would have taken it seriously enough to get to the point of where I am now than I would have if I Mm -hmm. just, like, went through undergrad normally.
1: That's a great right. way of looking at it. actually. Yeah. Like it pushed you yeah, harder I, I mean, to I, get to where I you are. I feel
2: like I would have just like messed around for like a couple more years before I like was like, oh, mm-hmm. shoot. Okay. I guess I should take this seriously. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. But you're like, I have yeah. to do catch up work here. <laughs> and just so catch up work. But it was like, okay, well, I'm already you. limited in certain things. I might as well like excel in this aspect that I can control. Right, which is mm-hmm. which is you know doing well yeah. in classes and studying well and at least figuring out like what you want to do, because it wasn't like I was right. able to do that much outside of mm-hmm. that, and I I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of my mentality of it. Yeah,
0: and like, did it make you more interested in learning? Mm. Like, ever for some reason, I'm so much more interested in like learning. Yeah, like I just want to like continue to yeah, learn. Yeah, I
2: think so. I think so. I I I definitely got more in tune with like reading or. Just kind of figuring out what is i don't know I guess I kind of pushed towards more of like fate and spirituality um, That's something that mm-hmm. I kind of gained from my my whole experience, yeah. and so I, I think I ventured down that path a little bit more in undergrad, so like that was yeah. pretty cool. I think uh, mm-hmm. I had more yeah. of an appreciation for things outside of just like the little sort of bubble that we live in.
1: That's great because it is easy when you're at college, like to forget about oh religion, spirituality, Absolutely. that right. side of yeah er- everything. So mm-hmm. at a young age, like in college, those are not things we're we're accustomed right. to having in our head all the time. So that's a nice yeah. way to like get through it and kind of be yeah, yeah. heading aim yeah. a little bit.
2: Yeah, I feel like I I aged really fast when I was going through treatment, and I just kind of was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just embrace it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out my shirt. I mean, yeah. And, uh, you yeah. got a hip
0: replacement. Yeah, yeah well. exactly.
2: <laughs> like, if I could have yeah. felt... that's <laughs> if, true. But if, yeah. if anyone feels 60, it definitely feels, stuff definitely me, <laughs> but... No, I it's fine. I'm uh, making up for it now. No, I'm, like, good. going out. I'm, yeah. I'm doing Orange Theory now. Like, I go to the bar. Yeah, you're doing Orange Theory. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. make up for you're it. You're doing
1: your thing. You made yeah, it to exactly. the same place. Yeah. And did you – what kind of things did you embrace in terms of – was it more spirituality versus religion? It was kind of a combination like of both, both? yeah. Um, I think
2: um, – so, Hinduism is kind of interesting because okay. I think it is – there's definitely a huge aspect of it that is spiritual um so i got involved Mm -hmm. with an organization called jinmaya which is you know uh it's kind of like a spiritual hindu organization and i just got super involved with it and now i even teach i even teach classes at it but um i think that was really what was like a really cool benefit that came out of all of this
0: yeah
2: and then Mm -hmm. sorry i i feel like there was another part to that question
1: oh the meta uh I said meditation I was gonna ask about meditation so it it must have been in the back of my mind yeah no worries I feel like yeah
2: that was the second part to that question but um yeah meditation I mean that is part of like the teaching that is taught at Chinmaya, but I haven't really got too deep into that um Mm -hmm. or experienced that but I think overall I just had like a more of an appreciation for like like Maddie said like learning right or just thinking Mm -hmm. outside of the box about certain things
0: yeah what do you teach there
2: So it's, I teach like some of the high schoolers and I participate in like young adult group discussions on like spirituality and kind of um, specifically goes into Vedanta, which is a Hindu scripture Mm -hmm. or a Hindu way of teaching. And so it, I, the goal is to kind of find ways to live through those teachings and through those scriptures. Mm. Yeah.
1: That's so cool. Good for you. you. Actually, yeah, that reminds me of my friend she um mm-hmm. she's Hindu. I went to college with her and when I mm-hmm. came back from treatment I was like really struggling. I don't know if she knew that, but I was like in terms of spirituality and feeling connection with God. And she invited me. I'm not sure it's this, if it's the same thing, but it sounds okay. like it and probably the name it is of the it's too big, But the Yeah, it it really, it sounds like it is the same thing I'm going to ask her now after our episode. But, um, we would be like all in a circle and there was a book that, uh, the, I don't even, I don't, the teacher, like how, how you Mm -hmm. taught the classes, our teacher would then teach us kind of different principles or ways of life through, through reading this book. And we would read like a chapter of the book. That's exactly what, you know, our classes
2: are like too. It's just like you read a chapter mm-hmm. and you kind of discuss it, reflect that's on it. it, and then find ways to implement it into your own life. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what's beautiful about it is that it's very focused on implementing. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: I loved it. I I will say I'll be honest. Yeah, right? I only went to like one or two because then just school got crazy. But mm-hmm. I wish I had gone more because out of that one class, I was like, wow, this is Made me feel so much lighter with everything. Yeah, I think that's
2: the exact same takeaway I felt was it. Kind of gave me a new purpose or gave me a new direction of thinking that was like, oh okay, you know, I I don't have to see it like this black and white. You know, like this huge obstacle that has been a huge detriment to my Mm -hmm. life. It's more of this is just like a temporary situation, a temporary problem that like is just on my journey. And everyone kind of has their own journey. Everyone has their own problems, and eventually we all figure out how to solve those, right? so Mm -hmm. it's just a cool learning experience that (laughs) I was blessed to have but um I've learned a ton from it right so yeah you live and you learn
1: that's that's so good that you keep up with
0: it as much Mm -hmm. as you do yeah that's amazing and how long like after the three years of treatment and everything like did you start to feel like your energy come Mm -hmm. back and
2: yeah my headphone dropped I would say like (laughs) an undergrad it was kind of like come and go I feel like I did a pretty – I feel like I was pretty energized just by, like, being around my friends. And I just had a ton of support. and yeah. just I just found ways to be excited about mm-hmm. the day. And so it mm-hmm. wasn't too – like, there were definitely – obviously, everyone has, like, those days where you're just like, oh, I'm just going to sleep the whole day. And that just happens.
0: Right. But it wasn't – yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. I, I still yeah, have fair. Those. Like, I'm not even why. on treatment right now, and I still feel like I have those days. But <laughs> – Yeah. But, um, but yeah. yeah, I feel like when I really felt – really good it was just, you know, probably three months after I completely finished treatment, and, like, I was two months after I was doing physical therapy of my hip, and I was like, I finally feel like I'm at a place where I can put this all behind me. And that was, like, a, that was a pretty mm-hmm. cool feeling. I, I also got my port removed, yeah. like, around the same time, which was also very exciting. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's uh, something Thank I know we about in previous episodes that yeah, I still out. haven't done. A year and a half later, it's still... Oh, wow. You still have cheese. your port? <laughs> so I, oh, wow. Yeah. Is there, is yeah, there like a specific so
2: reason? I like, need to get that you... out.
1: <laughs> well, it's not a basically, I don't even know why I would. Oh, yes. I do have a reason, actually. They said if it was going to come back, it would be within the first year. So to wait mm-hmm. a year until I got it wow. out. Just in case. I was right. like, um, I know. I can't what? believe they left it but, in. That's
0: it. A- yeah.
1: yeah. It freaked the shit out of me because I was like what do you mean? You're you're like kind of comp- not yeah, like preparing I'll come for back, it. but like <laughs> yeah, preparing exactly. So I waited a year for that reason, and right. then COVID oh, happened. God. And I yeah, so I was scheduled to get it out, and then COVID happened. Oh, I'll just forget it. It's fine. I'll put yeah. right now. That's annoying. But but now that you've said it, and I think like two, three other guests, <laughs> Wait, I think now every episode is like <laughs> drumming in my ear about it. Yeah, it, it always comes up and it's I'm time. like,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, it's
1: nice to hear. Are you going to go in yeah, for, I mean,
0: says. it's not the same thing, I guess, but are you going to go in for like a scan or something soon? You must be going in soon to so the doctor. So I
1: think, I think I do mine every year now, my scan. Oh, okay. So I did one in March, so it'd be next March. But I've been having some stomach right. issues, I think from the chemo. And I think I'm just going to go see my oncologist anyway. So mm. you're right. That's a good time to bring it up it's fresh
2: you won't now won't. thanks guys y'all brought it <laughs> yeah you will y'all made I it a like little you know because you have you grow such an attachment yeah. to it because it's like your biggest source of that i don't know the chemo or the pain or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah,
1: yeah the, the memory it's true yeah. it's so you'll true. you'll definitely feel lighter. it becomes part it of that experience but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i'll let you yeah, know how listen. i feel i'll be i'll be celebrating um. Um, but that's actually awesome that you felt pretty much like like you're saying back to normal or rejuvenated after yeah. a few months it sounds like and that's that's not too long that's from other people's experience I've heard like that's a I feel like a really good yeah, time like that you really
2: got. you really gotta buy into the mindset or the mentality because. It's like there's definitely a physical yeah, aspect to it, 100%. But even when I was going through treatment, there would be times where I was mm-hmm. super inspired, super motivated. I was like, you know what? I'm going to beat this. Mm-hmm. Like, I have all the support. I can do anything. And there would be times where I was just so down. I was just like, there's no way. Like, this is just the most exhausting thing ever. And literally, right. you're, you're, my energy would completely fluctuate. It wouldn't even be a difference in treatment. It would just be a difference in mentality, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. It makes such a difference. It's, it's so crazy how. Have- It
1: does. Your mind can like change your Mm -hmm. whole mood, your whole personality, like everything, just based on what you tell yourself. Or yeah, right, exactly. You wake up feeling So I just I just found ways to keep myself distracted, and
2: luckily it worked out for most for most days. And I guess super thankful for that. Yeah, because
0: yeah, otherwise
2: it's it is tough. And looking back at it, it's like damn, I can't believe I went through that. You know what I do? Mean? like I yeah. feel like my yes. current self yeah. would not be able to do it. So I don't know how I did
0: that. <laughs> some days, yeah, yeah, you're, no. you're your your mind and some days body. it's like what yeah. somehow. I know. Our bodies yeah. are very strong,
2: yeah.
1: stronger than we yeah, think. For sure. Like I, I do remember, like you're saying, how you, you just in random moments are like, wait, what the hell? I went through that. I remember, like even a year after. Or even now, I, like, will be putting my hair up and I'm, like, my mind goes in mm-hmm. such a weird flow of thoughts. I'm, like, okay, my hair's short. Wait, why is my <laughs> hair short? Oh, yeah, because I had cancer. Oh, my God, I had cancer?
2: <laughs> I know what you mean, though. It like, is
0: so crazy. It, yeah,
2: Revelations are, like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, I was not doing this four years ago. That is insane you know
0: right you're yeah. like
2: now
1: I'm doing consulting I'm thriving wait hold up wait I got a I
2: know. Replacement. It's... I... It yesterday I was I played tennis for like the first time in forever with my sister and I was like shuffling on the cor- court and I was like what am I doing right now like am I am I squatting like is that is that what's happening
1: yeah. like so <laughs> you've come so far yeah, yeah. I appreciate that yeah <laughs> It has been so awesome to hear your story. Thank you yeah, for being so honest mm-hmm. with us. It's hard. And uh, you've taken us through many different topics, which we love. Um, yeah. We've had a little bit of everything. Thanks, today, yeah. So that's been, it's been awesome.
2: It's been cool, actually, because I, I feel like I don't talk about it very much anymore. And I, a lot of times, I like I yeah. said, like, I block it out kind of in my head. So it's kind of cool to you know reconcile about it and think about it and be like, oh, yeah, that, that happened. <laughs> and that was, that was a big yeah. part of my life for a <laughs> really long time. Yeah.
1: We we yeah, we just went sure. through memory lane with you. Happy happy, <laughs> happy
2: to go through that.
0: Yeah, it's been really
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so much. of course.
2: Thanks for having me on here. Of sure course, to-
1: definitely. And, and keep in touch. And uh, yeah, we just hope yeah to see you keep
2: yeah. driving. I'm so glad you guys are doing this podcast. It's it's a really great idea, and I think it's gonna you know if I was going through treatment, I definitely would feel like hearing different people's stories would be so helpful you know i feel like that's like the biggest inspiration so what you guys are doing is awesome
0: thank you thanks yeah we hope thank it you. we hope it helps people because we feel the same way it would have been so nice to hear other people's yeah. stories just
2: to know that there's like light at that end of the tunnel it's so, like that's exactly thing. yeah
0: and like you're not a weirdo and like you're not the only
2: yeah not 24 yeah. year old sure. so
0: yeah yeah amazing well thank you so much again take care guys okay you too bye Bye.
1: thanks so much for listening to cancer actually fucking sucks the podcast that tells the truth about what people with cancer actually go through each week myself Paige gill and my co-host madison pollack sit down with fellow cancer survivors to tell our stories
0: Keep up to date with our guests and new episodes on our Facebook and Instagram pages, Cancer Actually Sucks Podcast, and tune in every Monday to hear our stories.